Welcome to the More Practice Profits Podcast, brought to you by your host, Lorcan O'Donnell, health business mentor and podiatrist. The podcast that is designed to help current and aspiring clinic owners make the most of their clinic, turning it into a true business that can work without them, allowing them the freedom to earn more, work less, and live a better life. Welcome to episode 78 of the More Practice Profits podcast with myself, Lorcan O'Donnell, health business mentor and podiatrist. Now, the title of today's podcast is When to Dig In. Now, I'm not talking about uh, growing vegetables or doing gardening. What I'm talking about is when do you need to dig in and when do you need to dig in in your business as such that you, you maybe have to work longer hours or, or have to... Um, persist with what you're doing and push through the hard parts. And what what made me think of this um, podcast or what, what drove me to talk about this today is one of our coaching clients in our group coaching program um, recently took on a, a new grad as a member of staff during the summer. And I'm recording this in October, obviously. And this person, um, it was our first clinical staff member things were going well it was an opportunity to start to build a business and for this clinical this clinic owner to reduce their hours because they had been working long hours as they were so busy which a lot of people listening to this will find that they're they're at capacity they're working really hard and they're not really sure how to go from working on their own or maybe they've got an associate who's kind of semi self-employed to building a business and building staff where they don't have to be there all of the time so this this clinic owner had taken on um, a member of staff and for whatever reasons the member of staff who started um, during the summer has handed in their notice and moved on and this is this is difficult because you're at the point where you feel I'm now going to start making progress I can now push on through my business and then suddenly you have the rug pulled from out from under you and this happen this can happen in various different guises whether it's staff leaving or so on as you run your business and if you're a clinic owner and you've been running your business for a while um you'll know that being a clinic owner it can be a lonely place um especially if you have a number of staff and you've got you've gone beyond the early stages. So the first year or two or three is great because it's just you. You suddenly you're your own boss. You can do whatever you want, and it's pretty easy to fill your own diary, even if you don't do any marketing. Um, most people can fill their diary pretty quick. But it's when you go beyond that, and you have to start making some big decisions, that it all falls back on you, and it can be quite a lonely place at times. And at times it can be a tough gig mentally because. You don't really have anyone that you can um, discuss. It. Well, you can't really discuss trouble you might have with staff or, or, or trouble that you might be having with finances or whatever with your staff. So who do you talk to? So it can be lonely and it can be tough. But it doesn't always have to be like this. So, for example, you could have staff where the rug was pulled out for you from underneath you. Situations where you've got to dig in would be staff would leave all of a sudden or you can't recruit enough staff and you're finding that um, the pressure, you're working long hours and you're trying to run the business on top of treating patients. Or sometimes you might have to deal with a patient complaint. Maybe it's not even your patient that you saw. It might be a member of staff's um, patient. And sometimes people can be unreasonable and it's difficult to, 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 to face that. And 
um, you might know that you've got to deal with this and it's, you're hanging around all day waiting to do so. And it's it's tough and you can't pass it on to anyone else because ultimately you're the owner of that business. Or dealing with staff themselves. Um, this is one of the hardest parts and I find the clinic owners that, that are uh, in our coaching group is one of the most difficult things that they have is dealing with staff. And it's not that staff are um, unreasonable or anything. It's just that they're people and people are unpredictable. It's the part of the running a business that is unpredictable to a degree it's unpredictable and it is difficult to develop the skills to deal with staff and it's almost something that you have to go through and make the mistakes for you to get better and better at it but when those mistakes happen when you have to go through those sticky situations they can be a very tough and very lonely place now some of the mistakes that i see clinic owners making and i've made pretty much all of these mistakes if I'm honest is thinking that working harder or working more hours is going to be the answer and really it isn't and what paradoxically we find um, is that when clinic owners join our group and when we can convince them to do less face-to-face work with patients they actually scale their business faster now I do understand that not everybody wants to do zero and that's not what I'm suggesting but if you're doing 40, 50, 60, and even I've had clinic owners join us when they've been in 70 hours a week. You can't do that and run your business as well. So if you can cut those down by, you know, a day, day and a half, you'll find that as you do so, bit by bit by bit, that your business will actually scale faster because you've got more mental energy and more time to build the business. Or what they're doing is the alternative I'd find is some clinic owners will cut their hours way too fast. And by cutting their hours way too fast, they've cut the turnover that's coming into the business because especially in the early stages when it's highly dependent on them, if they go from working, say, 50 hours a week to working 10 hours a week and they haven't replaced themselves sufficiently or they haven't got the turnover coming in from other members of staff, it can be um, done too fast and it can be a mistake. Another mistake I see would be not building a support network. Because you do need to have a support network as a clinic owner because, like I said, it is tough. It can be lonely. And that's one of the best things about the group coaching that we do is that it has a, it is intrinsically a support network of like-minded people who are in the same situation as you. Some are further ahead. Some are not so far, far ahead. But it's a great support network. Um, and because it can be so tough and because it can be difficult to run a business and Sometimes people think it's just not worth it, that they give up almost too soon. They give up before they start to address the mistakes that are in their business, and they give up before um, the potential was has been realized to become a profitable business. But the most important um, mistake I see when it comes to um, clinic owners is not working on their mindset. And what is needed is, as a clinic owner to be successful, is you have to develop a few traits. You have to develop a, a, a steely mindset that you're going to force through all of the obstacles and all the barriers that are placed in front of you. Not, not through sheer bloodied mindedness and not pig-headed, but by being smart, working smart rather than simply working harder. But you're going to force through that despite what others might say to you. And... What you'll find is when you start to make changes to your business and you start to try and 
develop your clinic as a real business and apply business principles, it will make a lot of other people uncomfortable. And because it makes them reflect on themselves subconsciously, so therefore they'll try to bring you down and they'll try to tell you you're making the the wrong thing. And you have to force yourself through that. You have to have a steely mindset to ignore that. You also need to build a network of like-minded individuals um, who will back you up and who have the same situ- are going through the same situation and have a similar mindset or have developed that mindset and you can learn from it. Likewise, you need to remove yourself from the negative influences. Now, it might be that you have family members, and this happened to myself, who will tell you that you're making mistakes, that you shouldn't be trying to run your business as a business, that you should just treat patients all of the time. And you're not going to cut yourself off from your family, and that's not what I'm suggesting, or your loved ones, but what you're going to do maybe is not discuss what you're doing in your business because you don't need to hear their negative negative, um, negative influences. Now, there's a difference between being negative and being realistic, but some, in the ca- in cases I'm talking about here, are those that are negative without coming up any positive influences to change your circumstances. And you need to understand that you are in business and that it's okay to make a profit. So it's really important that you have these traits and that you're willing, and this is the point of this podcast, is that you're willing to dig in when is need, when needed, that you're willing to do extra hours when that staff member leaves unexpectedly and you have a drop in turnover that requires you as the clinic owner to step back in. And this could be something that could go on for quite a while until you're sufficiently large enough that when one staff member leaves, it doesn't have a huge effect on your business. Now, at the moment, I do minimal, if any, clinical hours, but I am willing to step back in should it be required. If it's necessary, I will put back on my uh, work clothes and I will go back in and start treating patients. You need to be willing to dig in and push yourself through getting those tasks done that you don't really want to do, such as doing your profit and loss, doing your accounts. If you're simply doing your profit and loss and your accounts once a year, you're not in charge of your business, you're not in charge of your numbers, and you're not knowing what's going wrong or what's going right inside in your clinic. So maybe you're working long hours because that staff member's left and you have to do your accounts and your profit and loss, which means working that little bit longer. Now, this is not something we want you to do, and I'm not suggesting you do long term, but on occasion, you do have to do it. On occasion, you have to dig in and push through until you get to the circumstance where you can ease back again. You occasionally have to dig in when dealing with staff. You have to have that hard conversation. You can't avoid that conversation. So um, I've had clinic owners come work with me where they have had a disruptive member of staff working them for multiple years and they haven't addressed it. And it's led to a really poor atmosphere and a poor culture in their business and an inability to grow that business. And what has had to happen is we've had to show them how to dig in and deal with this. And it might be something that takes two, three, four, even five months to to see it through to the end, to get that staff member to come on board or else to move on because you can have that negative influence in your business. So an example of this would be a number of years ago when I and I've, I've talked about this multiple times, had some quite difficult financial um, circumstances where I had made a right mess of things and I had a very large um, debt hanging over me. And I needed to clear that debt because I couldn't move on with the business until I did so. And what happened is a member of staff decided to uh, emigrate. So I increased my hours back from what was about 15 hours to 40, 45 hours a week. And I did so 
for about a four or four month period in an effort to clear that debt. So I worked longer hours. I my my wife understood what we were doing and she agreed that this was the right thing to do. So I dug in and I pushed through to sort this problem. Once I had done so, it allowed me to cut back my hours again. Once I'd solved this problem um, and we'd gotten back on our feet, I was able to cut back my hours and then start focusing more heavily on developing the business. So I hope you can see what I'm trying to talk about here, why on occasion you do need to commit to dig in. It isn't all about um, being a businessman and telling everyone you're a businessman and, um, or businesswoman and having a business card and a flashy premises. Occasionally, you do need to dig right in and you need to work doubly hard than you were before. And the difference between clinic owners who are financially successful and those that are not are those that have the mindset that they're willing to do this. They are those that have a degree of an innate stubbornness and an understanding while they're not trying to make themselves busy for life just for the sake of it. Um, their goal is to build a real business that survives without them. So if they decide they need to take time off or whatever, that it will survive without them. But on occasion, on that journey to building a real business that will thrive whether they're there or not and therefore produce a good standard of living, a good profit from it, that on occasion, on that journey, they will have to double down, they will have to work harder and they will simply have to dig in. Now, if you're listening to our podcasts here on More Practice Profits and you feel you want to make a change in your business and you're wondering, are we the right people to help you or you're wondering... Um, will you be a good fit for for us? Then what I would suggest you do is uh, reach out to us and let's do a 10-minute triage call. Uh, this is not a sales call. We, won't, we don't try and sell people anything. It's simply a call where we have a chat to see, A, can we help that person? And B, are they the type of person that we want in our group? And um, that is as simple as it goes. And then what we do is if that works, if we think that's the case, then what will happen is we'll move on to a one-hour strategy session with myself where we'll come up with um, a plan to see how we can help you achieve your goals. And there's no charge for any of this. There's no hard sell. We don't push people into to joining our group. It's just simply um, a call. And the first step is request a triage call with my team and we see where we go from there. So until next week, this is Lorcan Donnelly, podiatrist and health business mentor, signing out.